BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're listening to Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. Each week, we spotlight members of the WordPress community. I'm your host, Doc Pop. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine and my contributions over on TorqueMag.io. You can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. You can also download episodes directly from WMR.fm. Each week of Press This, we usually focus on one conversation with an individual on a specific topic, but there's too much WordPress news to do that. And I'm really excited about today's segment. This is our Word Around the Campfire segment where we have a couple guests come uh, come on and we just talk about different things that are happening in the WordPress community because there's so many things to catch up on. Uh, Today, we have Sam Brockway, a community manager for developer relations at WP Engine. Howdy, Sam. Hello, so happy to be here. And for anyone listening, and if you know me as Sam Munoz, yes, that's my new name, Sam Brockway. So thanks for the intro. Breaking news here. Yes, our first bit of news. (laughs) And we also have Mike Davey, the senior editor of Delicious Brains. Howdy, Mike. How are you? Hi, Doc. I'm not too bad. How are you doing? You know, I went to the climbing gym on Sunday, and this isn't just me trying to sneak in a gym reference, but I went to the climbing gym, was about to rope into my first climb for the day. I just finished warming up. And a new climber who was 30 feet above me took a a little tiny swing and I didn't see it, but a cell phone fell out of his pocket and just clocked me in the forehead. (laughs) So so if if y'all saw me with an ice pack at the beginning of the show, that's, that's me still trying to get the, uh, (laughs) the, the swelling down. I guess the good news is that I did get swole at the gym and having a climbing injury kind of sounds cool as long as you don't mention the cell phone. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, (laughs) I'm good other than that. Uh, so we have a bunch of things that have happened in WordPress lately. I think the biggest new thing is the release of WordPress 6.2, uh, which is named nicknamed Dolphy, after a woodwind uh, jazz player, uh, Eric Allen Dolphy Jr. Uh, Sam, there's a lot of really cool stuff in WordPress 6.2. What is your favorite new feature in, the, in this release? Oh, I didn't know you were going to ask me for just one. It's Ooh. crazy. I <laughs> I actually... Um, it's, it's always hard. So if anybody ever plays with like the Gutenberg plugin and has like, you know, the bleeding edge on and is playing with all the features, it's really hard to distinguish what's in Gutenberg and what is like not a part of a release yet and what's a part of the release. So I had to go and, uh, look at the uh, release notes about 6.2 to remind myself of what was in here. And I wrote down like five of my favorite things, but I'll just choose one. Mm-hmm. Um, this new insert media drag and drop sidebar thing that's going on in this uh 
new release is amazing. So basically, um, if you go to add a block and you click browse all, you can either choose a block or a pattern, or you can select this new tab, which is media. And from there, you get access to your whole media library. And you can see, you know, your photos, your videos, audio. And I think that there's um, going to be like a file explorer in there as well for PDFs and things like that soon. But you can drag and drop it right from this sidebar into the block editor, which it seems like such a small interface update, but is so smooth and it feels mm -hmm. very Squarespace. Other like page builder like uh, feature, which is really cool because I think that this really takes WordPress up a notch because normally you have to open up the media library. It pops up in another window. You're looking for your thing and you put it on the page very much multiple clicks, multiple buttons. And so this uh, new feature I think is really awesome and just very seamless with an editing experience. I, I think seamless is a good way to describe the improvements in 6.2. It's not a version that people seem to talk about that much, um, but it's really got a lot of polish, especially like on that site editing page, the what we previously would have called like the customizer. There's a lot of polishing. My favorite new feature, uh, Sam, I don't know if you had a chance to play with it yet, but it's called the style book. And it is a way to be able to preview all of your blocks in one spot. So if you are kind of laying out your page, you're kind of used to like dragging a block and something into the header, bringing a logo into the header or something like that. And that's kind of how you think about that specific site editing feature is just kind of like looking at one page at the time. But with this style book, you can just click on that and you'll see how all of your paragraphs look and all of your paragraph blocks with different types of indentations or how the quote block lists, you see all of this stuff. And it even implies to third party blocks as well. So I have like a cooking block, like a recipe block. I can see side by side with everything else, how that recipe block looks and make changes to it. It's not just a way to kind of view things. It's a way to kind of go through. And if you're having trouble, for some reason, one of your blocks just has weird spacing and you can't figure out why the style book is the quickest way to kind of go in and be like, okay, well, here's my paragraph spacing on every other block. And for some reason, my, my paragraph spacing is different here. So I'll just make a quick change and you're done. It is a super cool feature that I think is really hidden uh, in in the uh, the site editor. But man, that's that's such a powerful new tool. That sounds amazing, especially for, I'm just thinking like for an agency owner or just like a anyone working with clients. Um, you know, previously you might've made like a style tile or a brand style guide, but in an outside in an outside tool. But now instead, you can have it all within WordPress and like make changes live while you're while you're on the call with them. You know, how do all these things fit together before you go off and make changes to the rest of the website? I'm really excited about that one. I have not played with it, but now you've got me itching to go mess around with it. One note: the style book for some reason the icon is like an eyeball. Uh, I'm, huh. I'm like really petitioning them to like make it an open book or something, but like it's so it's not super intuitive to find. But now that you know to look for the style book, if you're listening to this, look for this feature so you can try it out. And also, you know, Sam was saying the the open verse integration and the way media kind of works. Sam, do you want to give us quickly your other four kind of things you're excited about? Yeah. So one of them is the fact that the site editor is out of beta. So it no longer has that little label, which I just think is good for uh adopting the site editor, full site editing, et cetera. So I'm excited to see that happening. Um, the navigation block got a big update. I haven't played with it yet, but 
previously building menus with uh, the new modern WordPress features has been kind of a pain. So I know that that has been well received by the community. Uh, distraction free mode is out and I really love that. I'm a big distraction free person in general. I think Google Docs just came out with something like that too. And it's it does wonders for the concentration. And then the last one is copy and pasting styles. So I know that in other page builders, for example, like Divi, you can copy styles from one module into another. So it'll change like the padding and the formatting and the text and all of those things. And I believe that is what this feature does with blocks. So I can see these things working in conjunction um, together, like what you said with the style book and all of that too, the copy and pasting styles. So those are all really, really fun ones to explore. And again, like you said, maybe this release hasn't been as hyped as some of the other ones, but it's more about depth and bringing um, a better experience to the features that already exist. So I think that this is a, a great release to go play with. I had Justin Tadlock, who is a core contributor. He was on last week's episode of Press This, and I asked him his favorite new feature of 6.2, and his answer surprised me. It was this is the version that agencies can tell their clients about. That was his take. This is the this is the polished version. We are not officially at the end of Gutenberg Phase 2, which is um, full site editing with a block editor is kind of what Phase 2 is all about. But we are one, this is the penultimate release before we move on to Gutenberg Phase 3, which is going to be collaborative ed editing. And collaborative editing, the easiest way to describe it is just like, just like when you're in Google Docs, you can have two people kind of editing a post and that's great for news publishers who always want to have their editor kind of come and check stuff and it's very cumbersome to actually write in google doc and then kind of copy paste it into wordpress so that's the kind of big thing we're thinking about but when you think deeper collaborative editing is also going to mean that we'll have two people editing a front page of a website at the same time you know something totally unheard of in wordpress so that's going to be coming out in 6.4, the beginning of Gutenberg Phase 3. And that's just the beginning. And Gutenberg Phase 2 took many years to kind of get to where it is now. So who knows when we'll actually see these collaborative editing tools. But something else that's happening in 6.4 is that there's going to be the second time that WordPress has done a woman and non-binary led release of WordPress. This is going to be another project that Joseph Heidentropacy is working on. And I don't know if they've announced any of the details yet. This whole project is to encourage people who don't normally contribute to WordPress. This is a way to kind of get them involved and to reach out to people rather than just kind of waiting for people to get engaged, to kind of try to reach out to new leaders in the space and get them involved with a, a release. And then hopefully after 6.4 comes out, many of them will stick around and be more active contributors. So that is going to also be happening in 6.4. A lot of cool stuff happening in the WordPress space. And we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk with Mike Davey about AI and WordPress and some of the interesting things that are happening there. So stay tuned for more Press This. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome back to Press This, a WordPress community podcast. I'm your host, Doc Pop, and this is our Word Around the Campfire edition of press this. We are joined by Sam Brockway and Mike Davey, the senior editor of Delicious Brains. We teased right before the break about WordPress and AI. And I think it's kind of interesting, Matt Mullenweg in 2015, his advice for WordPressers was to learn JavaScript deeply. And a few weeks ago, Matt kind of updated his advice and he said, quote, My message for 2023 will be to spend as much time leveraging AI as possible. Mike, did you hear anything about that quote? I did, actually. And I've got to say that in this particular case, Matt's thoughts line up pretty much with mine. Like any tool, it's hard to figure out just at first what it might be good for. With simple tools, it's always very obvious. With a more complicated tool like AI, it's, it's going to be a little more difficult. But the thing is, there's so many tasks that we have to do in a day that don't require originality, don't require creativity, and could easily be outsourced. Um, like I've, I've used or experimented with a lot of the AI features that have come out. Uh, like I've, I've tried Jetpack's AI and wasn't terribly imp- impressed with the quality of its writing or its accuracy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, the one, because it, 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 in part, the one problem with an AI writer, in my opinion, is that it doesn't have any guts. Like literally and figuratively, it doesn't have any guts. It can't really connect with the audience. It can't take chances. It can't tell personal stories um, because it doesn't have any. And assuming that like a large language model had any real understanding of anything, which they don't, they still wouldn't really understand how to connect with an audience. Lately, I've been running an experiment, a content experiment using AutoGPT's God mode. I've been running it pretty much continuously on one of my computers. And I've learned a few things. One of the things I've learned is that I need to learn how to issue better prompts to AutoGPT. Let me start at the beginning. A few ACF users have requested a sort of master list of functions and the parameters that they can be used with. Like a chart, sort of a quick reference so they don't have to dive into the individual docs for those functions. They can just look at the chart and go, oh, yeah, those are the parameters I can use. Thanks for the reminder. Now, the start for something like that is to just get a list by copying and pasting the names of the functions, uh, duck into the docs for that function, copy and paste the parameters, and move on to the next. That's not hard to do, but I can definitely think of more productive uses of my time, like practically anything. It's one of the most dull and tedious jobs you can imagine. So it sounded like a project that would be absolutely perfect for an AI agent. Basically, the way that like AutoGPT's God mode works is you set up a task or multiple tasks, and the agent tries to complete. And it comes up, while it's doing that, it comes up with plans for you to approve. Like the plans are how, like it comes up with plans for how am I going to get to achieve this task? Like, what do I need? Do you approve, disapprove? Do you want to make modifications? 
so long story short, not only was I not precise enough with my prompts when I started this project, I really didn't pay enough attention when I was approving its plans. And before I get into exactly what happened and what it did, I should note that the only access AutoGPT had to ACF was at the public level. Like it was just information it could find in the public web. I didn't provide it with any passwords or keys or backdoor access. Mm -hmm. One of the things I asked it to do, in addition to listing the functions and parameters, was to give some examples of how those parameters would be used. And I rather naively assumed it was just going to comb through the ACF docs, maybe look around on Google for a few more examples, check the support forums, and just copy and paste whatever it could find. That's not at all what happened. Instead, it spent a couple of days basically teaching itself how to actually use ACF. Not only did I it come through all the docs, it looked through what I'm pretty sure is a big chunk of the WordPress codex, and it Googled and Googled and Googled until it found what it was looking for. It included going through uh, the publicly available uh, repo for ACF on GitHub. Now, it's still going on that machine, and I'm getting results I absolutely didn't expect and not sure I want. You can forget the simple copy and paste job based on what we have on the ACF site. Uh, for one thing, it's unpacked as much of the ACF code as it could, and it found functions that aren't documented. I, I, I wondered at that point if it was hallucinating, but I checked our help forum for a few of them, and they're definitely real. There's a few that people have discovered by accident over the years. And it's also gone on to explain how to use these functions, complete with code snippets, and it even tested the code snippets to make sure they worked. Now, I still wouldn't be confident publishing any of that without a human testing it out, but they do appear to work. The thing is, and I'm going to have to reach out to the dev team on a lot of this, but some of those functions may be undocumented because they're either of very limited usefulness or because using them may have unforeseen consequences. Like there may be something you do with one of those functions that you don't really want to do, if you see what I mean. Mm -hmm. Now, I've let it continue to run through this just because I'm fascinated. Uh, and I'm going to have to spend a lot of time combing through the output and figuring out if any of what it's turning out is actually useful. The thing is, it's been going for a few days and I still don't have the list, the original list of parameter functions and their parameters that I was looking for. But I do think I've learned enough that I can get it to spit out that list pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. The biggest mistake I made was asking it to explain how the functions and parameters were used because what it assumed it had to do, because what it really does have to do to actually figure that out and thoroughly explain it is it's really got to understand exactly how ACF works. It has to understand a lot about how WordPress works. It needs to get into how templates work. Long story short, there was a lot more information it thought it needed because I wasn't clear enough with my prompt. Mm -hmm. When you're running this, are you actually trying to have it spit out a new plugin? Or are you looking for a code snippet? Or are you looking for it to give you documentation and then you'll write the code? Yeah, in this case, I was looking for both documentation, right? Essentially, I wanted to scrape our, the existing ACF docs for functions, mm -hmm. like the documented functions, and then just copy and paste the list of parameters you can use from those docs under each function, right? Like that's basically all I was asking for. What it produced was a lot of that, uh, a lot of, as I said, like at least a few undocumented functions, and it did in fact create the code snippets. Mm -hmm. um, including a lot of stuff where it goes far beyond what the ACF docs currently list under functions. Um, like, it, like it gets more into how you use them in templates and things like that. Mm -hmm. The problem is I'm not sure if it's 
how much of it's accurate or how much of it's useful. It thinks it's accurate and it's tested it, but I, I'd have to test it before we actually put it out anywhere. It's quite confident, I'm sure, that everything it's saying is accurate. But th this is one of the things that comes up a lot is that the AI could be really useful for helping answering questions or providing documentation. And that kind of makes sense on, on the level of how many times have we looked up something at, to find reference of a button that's not even there anymore or, you know, some sort of missing piece that seems to be, you know, crucial to the documentation but hasn't been updated. So we're just kind of left hanging. And we think that AI is going to be a really good way to provide up-to-the-date documentation. But what you're kind of saying kind of feeds into some hunches that I've had that AI is going to have a really time unlearning old stuff as well. Like it might occasionally give you advice from, you know, an old version that, that it just kind of thought was still relevant. And then on top of that, the hallucination thing, which is a humanistic characteristic that we're putting onto AI, but it, it fits so well, the idea that like sometimes the answers are coming to you and they're really legit and they're kind of well-referenced. They almost feel like they're cut and paste from somewhere, but they're actually kind of reinterpreted, but still correct. And then every now and then it's just going to give you something that sounds really confident and makes sense, but it just made up. Like it didn't pull from anywhere. And mm -hmm. this, this seems like I, I've actually even had it when I'm asking for, you know, uh, hey, chat GPT, give me a recipe for making bread or something, right? <laughs> for, for, mm -hmm. for making lasagna. And every now and then, you know, most of the time it's like pretty accurate. It might be a little different than maybe my preferences, but every now and then it'll just add in, you know, like some crazy thing like raisins. I'm not putting raisins in bread, Mike. You can't make me. The robots are not going to make me put raisins into bread. But chat GPT thinks that. Anyway, I went on a tangent, but I'm just saying that like it's, it's interesting to think that there's all sorts of things that ChatGPT could solve. And then also, I don't know if we're going to be able to keep it from every now and then just kind of making up something that sounds good or showing us outdated information, but presenting it as if it's still current. One, one thing actually I did notice when it was uh, preparing the list, like just the basic list of the functions available, I, I did ask it to sort it into categories, right? And I gave it the categories. Now, those functions are already listed in categories in the ACF documentation, right? Um, the thing is that's human readable text. Like if you were looking at that web page, there's no way on earth you would ever think like a function was deprecated that wasn't. Like the deprecated functions are all down at the bottom. There's only five or six of them, right? But AutoGPT managed to get very confused about what went into what sex section because that text, I don't think, is designed to be machine readable. Like, it's easy to read for humans, but it doesn't necessarily distinguish it as a separate section. Like, it's not picking up where it says loop or deprecate. So it's got to try to figure that out for itself. And it got it wrong. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I think that's a really interesting experiment you've been doing. Thanks for, for sharing that with us, Mikey. Um, that's really cool. We are going to take one final break here on Press This. And when we come back, we're just going to talk about some of the events happening in the WordPress space. There's a lot of WordCamps happening and things like that. So stay tuned for more Press This. We'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. You're listening to Press This, a weekly WordPress roundup where we talk about WordPress news and events. This particular week, we are doing our Word Around the Campfire edition, where around this wonderful campfire, we have Sam Brockway, a community manager for developer relations at WP Engine, and Mike Davey, the senior editor of Delicious Brains. 
So far, we have talked about WordPress 6.2 and what's coming in Gutenberg phase three. We've also talked about AI and WordPress, and there's always so much that we can talk about there. I think the final thing I'd like to talk about is just some of the events happening in the space and maybe tie up any loose ends. There's a lot of upcoming WordCamps. WordCamp Buffalo is May 6th. That sounds like that's going to be an amazing event. WordCamp Europe in Athens, June 8th through 10th. The Torque publication that I work with will be a media partner for WordCamp Europe this year. WordCamp Montclair, June 24th in Montclair, New Jersey. And as well, there's a lot of other events happening, such as the weekly build mode. Uh, Sam, can you, can you tell us about build mode? Absolutely. Brian Gardner and I host a weekly chat about modern WordPress called Build Mode. It's very informal, very much conversational, but the goal and focus is to, originally it was to help anyone who was interested in dabbling in blocks just have the motivation essentially to say, okay, this is worth investing my time into. And now we've really shifted the conversation more so to how the block editor and all of the features coming to modern WordPress and coming to 6.2 and you know, just every new iteration of WordPress is going to make things better and easier for running your WordPress-based business. And so it is one of my favorite times of the week. Every single Friday we meet, which is awesome too, because we just have consistency to our conversations and anyone is welcome to join in at any time to those conversations. Small, We keep it like a small intimate group so everyone has a chance to speak, but it is a great opportunity to collaborate and connect with other uh, WordPress lovers. And I will just say something about the WordCamp Buffalo. Uh, someone from my team, Damon Cook, will be speaking at that, talking again about blocks and WordPress. So that'll be great. Awesome. Yeah. WordCamp Buffalo sounds awesome. Mike, you and I had talked in the past about you attending your first word camp i think where where you live there aren't any but you were saying maybe you might travel to some this year have you have you thought more about that i have actually word camp buffalo is not too far away from my house i live in hamilton ontario mm -hmm. so buffalo is about an, um, once you cross the once you take into border crossing into account a little over an hour from here so i might actually manage to make it to uh to word camp buffalo this year and that would be my very first word camp that's awesome and i want to suggest if you have a good time I think that there's maybe some some bones there with your experiments that you're doing with GPT, with AutoGPT and ChatGPT uh, for for like maybe a WordPress talk sometime. So, you know, maybe if you have a good time at uh, working at Buffalo, you know, sometime later this year, you'll, you'll put in a talk and we can learn more about, about your experiments there. I'll certainly think about it anyway. One other event that just came to a close was Plugin Madness, our annual bracket style competition where we put 64 of the best WordPress plugins head to head against each other to see who comes out on top. It was a, another close round this year, close contest this year. And our final winner was Advanced Custom Fields. And I'm hoping that we can get someone from Advanced Custom Fields onto this podcast sometime soon to just kind of talk about how they, their victory lap and also with just to find out what's happening with Advanced Custom Fields this year and, and kind of see what's on the horizon for them. So stay tuned for more Press This episodes where hopefully we'll get an ACF coming in and maybe we'll hand them their Plugin Madness trophy virtually. I think that's it for this episode of Press This, a WordPress community podcast on WMR. Sam, I want to give you a quick chance to be able to lead people. Where can people find you online? What's a good place to follow what you're working on? 
Yep, the best place is on Twitter. I'm at hello Sam Munoz, so that's a good place to to find and connect with me. Um, but I will also say that at WPE Builders is a great place to see all of the developer and builder related content that the developer relations team shares at WP Engine. Awesome. And Mike, if folks want to find out more about what you're working on, what's a good way to follow you online? Um, yeah, I would. Uh, I would also suggest Twitter at Medium Mike Davy. Um, and uh, I would actually also keep a very close eye on the documentation section for advanced custom fields, uh, because we are really working very hard right now and improving our documentation and uh, extending our documentation and making sure everything's up to date and much easier to follow than previous. Right on. Well, you can follow our adventures with the Torque Magazine. You can follow those on torquemag.io, as well as on Twitter at the Torque Mag where you can find previous episodes of Press This, as well as episodes of our Torque Social Hour, our weekly live stream. Today, we're talking to Olivia Bizet about how to get more young people into WordPress. I'm really excited about that. So you can find these conversations on torquemag.io. You can subscribe to Press This on Red Circle, iTunes, Spotify, or download it directly from wmr.fm. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Dr. Popular. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine. And I love spotlighting members of this community each week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc